Listening to a special edition of Queer State of Mind live from the Brooklyn Pride Reception at AHF. Join us for an extra pre Pride dose of tea and shade with Ori, Sadu, Duran, and special guest co host Robin Camille. Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn 2 starts right now. Hello, everyone. You're listening to a special edition of Queer State of Mind. We are live in Brooklyn at the AHF Pharmacy here, and we are so excited to be joining everyone for this special edition of Queer State of Mind. We're here for the next two hours, bringing you a special dose of tea and shade. We've got Sadu here. Hey, girl, how you doing? Hey, girl, give you that Adele realness. Yes. Hello, and we've got our special guest co-host, Miss Robin Camille. Hey, how you doing? Hey, darling, how are you? Thank you so much for coming out and of joining course, us. Honey, you know I will support you until the end of time, Aww, honey. we okay. love you, and that's why we love you because yes, we are honey, we yes. in it together. We in it. We doing it here. That's right, baby. Yes, together. Yes. Together. We've yes, also got yes. Miss Duran. She's handling the social media. How you doing, girl? Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. So. We are here. It is 7.30, 7.26 here in our makeshift studios at the AHF Pharmacy <laughs> here um, on Atlantic. I mean, it, it is. We make sure we brought our, we brought some equipment down here. We plugged it together. We connected it to the Internet, and we are live on the air. Ain't that some stuff? It's wonderful. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> classy. It, no, oh, no, no. Makeshift didn't mean it wasn't classy. No. Oh, okay. I mean, we, this is high technology here, honey. We're doing it, you know. It is a wonderful party here. We've got people coming in, picking up their bibs for the 5K run that's tomorrow. We're going to have some special guest speakers um, talking about HF. We're going to have some interviews. We've got a special interview coming up with Nia and Ness. They're one of the performers that's going to be at Brooklyn Pride tomorrow on the 9th Street stage. So we got a whole bunch of stuff coming up for you. And we got a whole bunch of good old gay music. Yes. Yes. That we have. Yes. It is, it is real gay. So... How you doing, Sadu? How you doing? Well, girl, you know, I'm blessed in the rock. You know, I worked all day. 
came here. I was very, very happy, you know. And this place is beautiful out in the club. I've never been here before. And I feel very privileged to be here and broadcasting live with our makeshift studio, as you say, you know. No, but I'm wonderful. I feel good. I had a glass of wine. No, it, it kicked in. You, Miss Robin, how you feeling? Honey, you know something, the wine, like I said, it's chilled, it's nice, it's mellow. It's a perfect Friday evening, honey, okay? Among Ain't some good friends, right. some, some, are, some positive energy, it's all good. We are celebrating Brooklyn Pride yeah. right, giving you all of this and having a little fun. So I hope y'all are tuned in, listening, got your drinks ready, and you're going to give you some music and some shade and fun over the next couple hours. So we appreciate you joining us. Coming up right now, we are going to talk to our wonderful sponsors, the people that are putting us up here at the AHF Pharmacy and giving us the space and allowing us to broadcast live to you today. So Jimmy Ramsey is from AHF, and he's joining me. How are you doing? You just, you're a regular now on Queer State of Mind. We just going to have to give you a spot at the table. Apparently so. I need to buy stock in this organization. Yes. This is amazing. Yes. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Um, thank you for being our gracious sponsor and presenter for this event and helping us to bring this all to the air and we are really excited about this partnership that we have with AHF and being able to bring some messages to our listeners and also connect with more people so we definitely want to let people know what you do as an organization you know there is a big presence here in New York and AHF is is everywhere around the world so tell us a little bit about the organization as we get started that's right AHF started in 1987 as a hospice and we have grown to be the world's largest HIV nonprofit. Currently, we are in 38 different countries, and we're taking care of 767,572 people. That globally. is a lot of people. It's amazing. Um, so we have a, a nonprofit thrift store called Out of the Closet. Um, we, all, we also have nonprofit pharmacies where 96 cents of every dollar earned goes back into patient care. We're able to build health care centers, pharmacies, distribute medication to individuals all around the world who don't have health care. So it's free service for very, very, very many people. That is amazing. And we know accessibility to care is one of those things that's very important for any of us to stay healthy, but especially people that are living with HIV. And we're going to talk a little bit um, with some of the experts you have here um, about some of those very important issues in our community and health and wellness. Um, tell me, we're at this really awesome, so for people that don't know, uh, about the HF Pharmacy. A lot of them are partnered with this out-of-the-closet thrift store. So it's literally a clothing store that you can come in and buy clothes and also get tested and get your medication and do all kinds of things. So tell me a little bit about the space that we're in. So the space that we're in is very, very multifunctional. Um, we have an out-of-the-closet thrift store, and that is obviously it's an amazing full-fledged thrift store. But it also, um, it also uh, functions as a bit of a cover uh, because we have a pharmacy, an HIV specialty pharmacy, which anyone can use, but our pharmacists are specialized in HIV treatment in the back of the pharmacy. So not only can it shoppers come in, shop, receive their clothes, they can also go and get their medication. Also, uh, for individuals who may be HIV positive, they can come into a thrift store on the outside but also go in and get their HIV medication so it is not a clear signal to the outside right. world that they may be HIV positive. Yeah, one of the things that we'll definitely be talking about is stigma around you know not only getting treatment, but just getting tested, going and getting access to see a doctor, talk about you know sexual health and sexual wellness. So we're and gonna talk about some of those things too. Absolutely, and speaking of which, as, as well, Part of it is a, we, we function as a thrift store. We mm -hmm. have the pharmacy, and upstairs we have a, a health care center. 
So individuals can come in here, get clothes, get their prescriptions, and also be seen by an HIV specialist provider as well. And we know that the more places that you can come and get access to that treatment, the more healthy our community can be. So it's really great that people have the ability to come into a, you know, kind of a, a conspicuous place like this that, you know, come and buy a couple of tops and then go get tested to know your status. Yes, get your, get, get your, your booty shorts, yeah. get your, 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 your coochie cutters, yeah. get tested, and get treated. So uh, that's I the love whole it. point. So we are gonna, you're going to join us a couple of times. You're going to be back and forth. We're going to speak with some of your colleagues as well. Um, so this is your first Pride in New York, Jimmy. That's right. right. So tell me what you're feeling right now, because Brooklyn Pride is going to be fun, and then New York City Pride is going to be the most. So I'm just, I want to know what your preliminary thoughts are. Well, I'm loving, you know, the first thing I can't help but notice is the, the diversity here. Oh, yeah. I love it, love it, love it. And that's really what Pride is all about. So th that's the main thing, and, and the, the amount of community involvement this is not something that one or two people are ragtag putting together. Mm -hmm. um, th this is something that everyone takes very, very seriously and has yeah. a great time and, and partners with each other and has vibes off of each other uh, the same way AHF and Queer Minded Radio are. So, Absolutely. wonderful. So, we got a whole bunch more show. Uh, we know you got a party to tend to. You're going to let you tend to the party while around. We'll bring you back in a little bit. We are also, we got a little bit of evening TV tonight. I personally am really upset right now. Like, I'm totally sad because they canceled my show, y'all. They didn't cancel Sensei. Oh, no. I don't know what I'm, I'm like, really, I'm not, I'm not happy. Everyone loved that show. Right now. Yes, everyone loved it. It was a great show. There was no reason to cancel it. But for some reason, they did. So we're going to talk about that when we come back in our evening mm -hmm. tea segment. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for oh, joining you're welcome. us. welcome. Much love. Yes, and come join us back here in just a few moments. Yes. You're listening to a special edition of Queer State of Mind right here live from the AHF Pharmacy on Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. And we'll be right back in just a few moments. We're going to have a kiki. Pickles, leave a message. Hey, I'm calling you back. Ooh, she's been a bitch tonight. Just desserts one may deserve. And those 
Let's have a kiki. And work and twerk and ha, ha, honey. Hey. Ma'am, we're back, honey. Yeah. We are back live on Queer State of Mind and our special event here at the AHF Healthcare Center, the AHF Pharmacy here in Brooklyn. And so, man, okay, let me tell you, right, I love Sensei. Like, I love Sensei. I fell in love with the show immediately. Like, the storyline and the characters and everything was just like... It, it was it was just I, I don't even have words but now I got some motherfucking words because they didn't cancel it Netflix canceled the show after two seasons as you know it just released the second season a couple of weeks ago and now they pulled it off the air it's not coming back so I don't know do you watch the show girl I ain't never seen that show I heard it was nice though I heard it was nice I mean, if for no other reason than to see Max Remert naked a couple of times, you should watch the show. Um, who's she? Is this German actor? Just search for Max Sensei. Get your life. He fan. Robin, did you watch Sensei? Do I watch? Did you watch Sensei? The show? No. <laughs> you know, wait a minute. Sometimes a bitch just don't have time for TV. <laughs> but there's some good sex scenes in it, though. It is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's worth a watch. They begin. There's a big queer orgy in the middle of it. Oh, like it's a, it's a good show. Oh, but you got your life, huh? I did. I did. When you say queer orgy, see, this is where we got to get into the nuance of things. Are there things there that I don't want to see? No, there's really nothing that you don't want to see. I mean, it's tastefully edited. Okay. It's not like porn or anything. It's not like you watching Tumblr Girl. You see how she turned it around? She know what I meant by that. I know, and I'm not going <laughs> to let you take us down that dirty, dirty road, ma'am. So, I'm sad. I wish there was something I could do. They've already tried to do the petitions. They've already tried, you know, to, like, rally the social media people to bring it back, and Netflix is like, sorry, we can't do it. So, yeah. I guess we'll have to figure out something else to watch since Sensei ain't coming back. I'm kind of mad. 
So the other thing I'm kind of, well, I'm not actually mad about this. And this is a party, so we're not going to be too political. Well, no, but because we're going we to keep it light. We're going to have to speak the truth. We do have to speak the okay. truth. And, you know, you unless you were, like, under a rock this past week, you would have heard about the testimony of former FBI director James Comey and the waves that it sent through the, you know, kind of the public. It is interesting because there wasn't a lot of new developments. The big one big new development um, were really him just talking about how he thought that he said Trump was lying about the um, allegations that he made about Comey not having the respect of the FBI as he was firing him while he was across the country. So we're going to dig into that. I want to dig into the testimony, dig into the, the follow-up. And on Objective to the Rule, later this weekend, we're going to talk more about that. But what did you think? Did you take a listen to any of the testimony? Did you hear, see any well, you of the quotes? something, darling, listen. You know, I believe, uh, you know, my grandmother used to say, believe nothing you hear and half of what you see. Ooh. So even though we're seeing That's certain things. That's a good one. That's yes, right. it is. Even though we're seeing certain things, this is what the powers that be want us to see. My concern is what are they hiding that they don't want us to see? Now, here's the thing. I kind of believe it because, you know, in life, when a rich white man has power and Preach another it, rich on. white man don't like him in power, he is going to be like, you know what? I'm going to have to take him down. Because Donald Trump got the power, and the, the other motherfucker said, I don't have nothing to lose. She don't fire at me. I got, you know what, I'm going to be like, you know what, your panties smell, sir. Wow. He put all his dirt out there, like, uh, what you going to do, kill me? Because if you kill, if I end up dead, that means you killed me. Okay. So you hey, can't listen. fuck with me. Come on now, it's Friday, but say do is testifying, honey. It is I true. I to bring my damn tambourine. It's the truth, honey. She give that good old-fashioned girl, she is lying, honey. She said, no, girl, she lied. I didn't say that. Uh-uh, I don't know her. No. No. I don't know her. Don't know her at all. Oh, look, we have our standee. Oh, yay. So oh. if you were at this wonderful facility with us um, and you still have time to come down to the party at 475 Atlanta, you can totally come rolling. It's fabulous down here. We just got some cute new graphics for 2017. This. You know, we're trying to do it. We're getting bigger and better each time that we do the prize. So we just got a standee, and it's all cute. We're trying to get Honey, new I social media. Honey, you, know, you are Put Sadu and our face all over it, yes, you know, Honey, giving that black bald realness for your life. Yes, lives. honey, you are expanding the yes. world state of mind brand, honey. Blow it up all yes, over. It's I so exciting. It. So I what has it. been up with you, Miss Robin? Well, what have you always know, busy? Listen, honey, you know, honey, I work harder than a $5 crack hoe in Hunts Point. You Ooh, know, and that's hard honey. as hell. Yeah, you know that's hard. That's hard. That's hard, baby. Mm -hmm. The feet be hurting, but you still got to grind. Um, you know, I have my show coming up. Um, Two Queers and a Bitch, our pride show at the Duplex, yes. uh, June 25th. All right. And tomorrow I'm going to be giving away some free tickets, so make sure you stop by. Oh, over. see, giveaways. That's see, that right. means y'all got to listen in because you ain't going to get you no know, free. And you can't, it's not easy to get free tickets to Duplex because you know that one get away. Honey, listen, it ain't hard. It's, it's difficult to get free anything right sure now. Sure enough. Okay? Sure enough. But I'm giving away some free tickets tomorrow at Brooklyn Pride. Yes. So make sure you come on by. Yes. Well, yes. we cannot wait to have you at Brooklyn yes. Pride. We're going to be back, as you know. Yeah. We're going to be live for two hours from Brooklyn Pride Festival as well. Honey, so I know it's going to be fabulous. It is going to be an amazing time, and I'm super excited for it. I'm super excited to have you and the whole team there. We're going to be holding it down at that booth like we did last year. It'll be fabulous. 
Yes. Let the choir say amen. Yes, amen, amen. So we are going to take a little bit of break. We're going to wet our whistles, get ready for our next segment, and get back to you live right here from AHF Pharmacy here in Brooklyn. We're so happy that you're listening. Make sure to follow us online at RadioQueerMinded.com, and you can follow us on social media as well, Radio QM Show for Queer Minded or for Queer State of Mind. Q-S-O-M-N-Y-C. Now we got some music coming up for you. We're going to have an interview with Jamil Luna with AHF coming back in just a few moments. And we also going to play Never Have I Ever. I'm going to blow the girl's skirts up a little bit. I got some, some questions. We're going to put people up on blast because you know that's how we do here. So this is Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn 2, our special edition broadcasting live from AHF Pharmacy. We'll be back in just a few moments.
Welcome back to our special edition of Queer State of Mind, live from the AHF Pharmacy in Brooklyn. And we're going to play a little game because, you know, I want to—I I always love to blow girls' skirts up on the air. What type of Ooh. game are we playing? Remember yeah. this trade here. Well, we playing—I mean, it might help your situation, actually. So Ooh. we playing Never Have I Ever. No, honey, no, no. That's not going to help my situation because <laughs> I have. <laughs> she said, uh-uh. what you said, girl? I said, at her age, she needs to be playing Beat the Clock. Shut up. That's rude. You remember that, girl. That's Miss Justin. She's joining us down here at our party. How you doing, girl? You know, I'm here. I'm blessed by a rock. Solid as a rock. Wait, that's a different song. I messed that up. My bad. That's Ashford and Simpson, honey. Sorry. Yes. It is 8 o'clock here. We've been here for about an hour now. Maybe a little less than that. I don't know. Bringing you all of this <laughs> queer state of mind realness. We got Miss Duran here. How you doing, girl? She I is holding down our social media. Yeah. Yes. Tweeting and Facebooking, you know, getting it out here, yes. being all fabulous. Yes. So, yeah, we about to play this Never Have I Ever, girl. So, and I normally I wouldn't have it up so you could see the things. Ooh, thank Ooh, you. Yeah. My baby just brought me a beer. I appreciate it. Thank you, baby. So. All right, I'm now I'm you know y'all know me if y'all listen to the show y'all know I bought my business out on Front Street so I ain't got no shame. But oh, well, honey, don't, you don't need no, no shame. No, don't Go need ahead no shame. I'm proud. Truth. It's, it's pride. Be proud. Honey, that's it, baby. Yes, Be proud yes. and speak the truth. Yes, God. So, all right. So here's my first one. Never have I ever slept with more than one person Pride weekend, and you need to respond never or I have. So we are gonna start. You said slept with one person. Together at Pride Weekend or over the weekend no, of Pride? More than one person. So if you've been with more than one person over the weekend, then say, I have. You're really going to I have never slept with more than one person on Pride Weekend. Oh, I have. You want to know why? Why? I was too high, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Miss Duran? I'm an angel. I have never done that. Never? Like never. Brandy said, angel in disguise, but you're not. You're lying. <laughs> you're lying. But seriously, I have never done it. I've never. Oh. Maybe, well, maybe one. God. Maybe one. 
She does. She you know she from she from the mid Midwest. She from oh. that that bread belt bitch place. You know, the Kansas and shit or Missouri. I, I, I am not from. The She's from Missouri. Sorry. She. I knew as soon as that came out my mouth, I'm like, oh, I'm about to get red right here in front of this mic. Talk about she from Kansas. No, she not that country. Never. Close though. What about you, Miss? You got any pride stories? You you got you got. I bet. <laughs> honey, me no speak no English. <laughs> How about that, honey? How about that? How about okay? that? When the no, bitch don't want to tell you, no, I blow English. How, How about that? that? Yes, God. All right. So let's see. Let's see. Oh, we got Miss Justin in front of us. So Miss Justin. So the question is: Never have I. Ever she has. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the apartment when it was happening. This is how I know. She was there. I was. She was a. She was a. a um, she was a witness. She oh. was a witness. Okay. The question was: Have you slept with more than one t- person over Pride Weekend? Yeah, you were right there. That's what I just said. She literally did just say that. My Justin. Like oh, literally, no. literally did just say that. Oh no! Now don't no I. Just like me, this girl, she likes her fun. So, you know, we girls that like. I won't say nothing more than that, you know. You know, we just some girls who can't say no. But we can say no. That's not true. We can say no. You should say no. You should say no more. Hell no, bitch. All right. Never have I ever. I skipped that next one. Never have I ever hooked up at a bar. Girl, I, <laughs> uh, mm, uh, mm. I picture it. Picture it last Saturday, bitch. What the fuck? Really? <laughs> <laughs> at the at, 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 Well, girl, you know my sister got kicked out of that bar on 50th Street because she was sucking dick in the bathroom. And I'm not gonna bring her a spot. You know my sister's Ooh. a good girl. She don't need her business in the street, Michael Ooh. Peterson. She don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. No, <laughs> no. I, mm, well, see, I told you that skirts sorry, was gonna no. be blown up. I told you skirts was gonna be blown up. So that there was some skirts. The skirts were even here. Um, yeah. So what's the question? Oh yes, yeah, so there to be this guy. Remember the guy at Splash? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. I gotta tell this story. I'm sorry. I gotta tell this story. So back at XCS day, it's closed now. Oh. There was this guy I met at XCS. Oh, no, no, dude. You say XCS, girl. That just puts you in a place. Yes, that's all. So we met this guy, and I met him. I went to the bathroom. This man would foot around, and I knocked his back in the bathroom. Now, when I came back, I mind my own business. My sister's like, Grandma, get a drink. I was like, where the hell is Justin? Justin come back. Oh, I just had sex in the bathroom. I was like, with who? (gasps) We both have (laughs) the same person in the course of 30 minutes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. She didn't know. She didn't love herself. I judged her for that. Oh, don't make no sense. I didn't even expect that. That's a new level that I did not even anticipate. That's a different level. That's a different level. Different. Here's the question, Miss Robin. From where you came from, Miss Robin? Have you, Uh (laughs) on Anglais or in Spanglish, bitch, ever had a man touch your bits in the bar? Well, you know what? They have tried. (laughs) They have tried, honey. But you know, I ain't the type of bitch to give it away just for three drinks. Oh, she'll give it away for four drinks. <laughs> four. She said three. And if you promise that bitch uh, a piece of street meat <laughs> before she get home, 
with the tahini sauce and an extra piece of hot sauce on top of that, she'll do it. You know, you need the you need the extra white and you need the extra hot and the sauces. I was going to say you never need extra white, but I do not want to sound racist or a queer state of mind, so I won't say that. I had to say in the sauces to be specific. Oh, got you. That's not what I meant. I said what I said. I said, I know you said what you said. <laughs> so, never. Oh, I, you know, I, I y'all just let me go by and not answer these questions. Right. So, yes, I have slept with more than one person prior weekend. Oh. Yeah, at the same time, but we're going to roll Ooh. on by that. And, yes, I have hooked up. See, my rule used to be that I didn't take people home from the bar. I handled the business at the bar, Ooh. and then I went home. Let me tell you why. I, back in my day, Jimmy, do not judge me because we're going to have to get married. I've had a few trade rob me <laughs> at the family home. And I've called my sister. Girl, they robbed me. I need you to buy my train pass. True story. Am I lying? Having the trade rob you. I said about me, talking about me. Oh. My husband's already okay with it, so it's all right. That's why I said it out loud. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad, boo -boo. Yeah, so, yes. I, but I'd rather do it in my area that I meet right. the man. Right. So like, let's go back to the house. You know, because I had an incident um, not, not many weeks hence. I'm not going to talk about it online, but when I tell you, bitch, it was a gag. Ooh. I'll just say it involved for local and piss. I'll keep it there. Keep it moving. Thank you. Have a nice oh, okay. day. So, okay. Four Loco always causes what? all kinds of stories. You know, yes. shout out to the Ohio yes. State University where many of us attended some time. And also is credited to creating Four Loco. Ooh. We did that. We did that. Y'all yes. did that. Yes, we did. Y'all so, fucked up my senior year in college. No, uh, so it fucked up many people's senior year. Did you get the good Four Loco with the, with the, with the extra caffeine that make you die if you have more than two? I don't know. Yes, yeah, so so there was know. there was the first four loco. Well, I think and then there was the after. second four loco that they re-engineered because right. bitches was falling out. I think it was the re-engineered version. Yeah, that's why I got it. Yeah, re-engineered. Didn't wasn't it be like back in the day? It was like crack, and they changed the formula to sell it over the counter. Well, by over the counter, I mean the cooler. Well, and you used to be able to like you could not get like you could not get that older version. Like they would keep it under the like thing if you wanted to get the older version. They would keep it behind the counter. So you can still get it. But listen here, honey. Let me tell you something, honey. You got to get have your ID to get NyQuil now. Yeah, you do. Right. You do. I remember I was buying some like cough, some type of cough medicine or something. They want to check your ID, yep. mm -hmm. and they like it's like, damn, y'all put me in a registry just trying to catch a cold. But like, right, exactly. I don't understand. I know we're talking about or um the power is that when we're gonna have a next break, girl. We didn't need to know what's going on. The next break. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a little short musical break for a moment, and then we are going to talk with Mr. Jamil Luna. And, uh, yes, but we'll have a musical break in just a second. Just a second. We, got, we do have two more questions. Oh. Well, so are we going to uh, talk about Jamil in a minute? A child done lost my screen of thought. Let's talk about the fact that I brought a trade to the house and he stole from me. Let's go back to that, <laughs> that conversation. I'm going to kill some time because I messed up the situation. Honey, did you call the police? Well, no, you know, let me tell you the story about it. Okay. I did call the police because he stole the iPad first edition. It was a long time ago. All right. And I was like, oh, shit. I had to pay for my credit card from that day. I was like, no, nah, I don't bring the men's home, honey. If a man say, come home with me, I'm like, we're going to just read the Bible. You know, King James edition, of course. Jesus in red. Uh, of course. You know that version but right there. But you know there. what I'm talking But you know what? Let me, look, where did you meet this fool? Um, I met the gentleman at uh, the Jehovah's Witness Temple. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, Lord. At Bible the, study. It was, he was a seven-day Adventist. You know, this shysty. Wait a second. 
You want to know why they shot Steve uh, Ori? I don't know why they shot Steve. <laughs> because they're not from Africa. They're Jamaican. <laughs> oh, see, now, I, I see. Well, I guess we are technically in the second hour, so that's the shade hour. Is. That is the shade hour. So we're going to play a little quick music track here, and then coming up after that, we are going to talk with Jamil Luna, one of the people here at AHF giving us some information on how AHF is helping keep people in care. So we'll be back in just a moment right here on Queer State of Mind. Special edition, honey, right here from AHF down in Brooklyn. Take a moment and listen to Share because you can't have pride without Share. When you're standing on the edge of nowhere There's only one way up So your heart's got to go there through the darkest nights See the light shine bright When heroes fall in love or war They live forever
You are listening to a special edition of Queer State of Mind live from AHF Pharmacy in Brooklyn. We will be back with Moti and Shay for our Brooklyn Pride extravaganza in just a moment. And a special interview with some of the people at AHF helping the community get access to care. So keep listening to Queer State of Mind on RFB2. We'll be back in just a moment.
You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queerstateofmind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Welcome back to Queer State uh, of Mind. Yes, <laughs> live radio, honey. You know, live it just gives you radio, all of the things. That you never know what's going to happen. So we are broadcasting live here yes, from are. AHF Pharmacy in Brooklyn. Yes, I'm Ori yes, Givens yes. with Saito Carmo. I am Saito Carmo. Yes, and we are Queer okay. State of no Mind. Relation. No, no relation to the Carmos of where? Where, exactly. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, so yes. we are here for the next a little over an hour, a little yes, under an hour, yes, yes, yes. bring you all kinds of stuff. And coming up next, we have an interview with one of the people who is helping to do some of the great work that yes, is yes, yes. here at AHF. Jomil Luna is going to join us to talk about some of the things that he does here and how he's helping to keep our communities healthy and safe. So Jomil, thanks so much for joining yes, us for on joining the us. Queer Hola. State of Mind. Hi, hey. Everyone. Hey there, how are you? Everything's good. Yes, yes, so y'all are throwing a fabulous party here. We are getting our lives, having a little bit uh, to drink, enjoying ourselves. Are you having a good time? I'm having such a great time. Yes. It is a party. It is pride. Brooklyn pride. Yes, Hala. yes. You want to start that? We'll start that. We're going to record. Yes. Go, honey. So, first of all, tell me what you do here at AHF. So, I am a linkage to care specialist here at AHF. Um, and basically what I do is I link clients to care. Specifically, HIV-positive clients. Mm -hmm. So on a daily basis, I get tons of phone calls or I work at the health clinics and I'm linking clients to HIV medical care, which entails them getting on medication, entails them talking to the doctor about their situation, about their high risk, and a bunch of other things. Okay, well, that's awesome. So talk to me about getting people into care you're working with people that are hiv positive that are coming to find out they're hiv positive or have been living with hiv for a while what are some of the barriers in getting people to get into care and to stay in care exactly so um so we have to talk about the human right so mm -hmm. first is the human so we got to talk about the person who's dealing with everyday things mental issues uh relationship issues family issues discrimination and so when you address the person and you say, hey, look, we are here for you. We want you to have your best health possible. Nowadays, people are actually becoming undetectable. And yeah. what that means is that people are be becoming so, so virally suppressed or undetectable that they don't transmit the virus. And that is something that's a newer development in the last few years and has been coming more in the public consciousness, this idea of being undetectable. But there's still stigma about it. There's still people that are concerned. Can you talk to me about why there's a lot less concern with being with a person that is undetectable, who is positive, than somebody who says they're negative or maybe doesn't know their status? Exactly. So for the first time in history, we have such great medications. They're mm -hmm. so advanced that now you can be with someone and if you so happen to have unprotected sex with a person who's undetectable, they won't transmit the virus to you. So that's why it's almost as if the person doesn't really it's have the virus. It's a game changer from yeah, how we grew up. Exactly, exactly. Why do you think, you know, even now that we know this, you know, and this is this is newer information, but it, it's coming out and people, you know, you have access to it. Why do you think there's still that stigma for people who are living with HIV? Yeah, I, I, I still think that people are afraid. Mm -hmm. um, the stigma from back in the day still exists. Yeah. Um, I, I still see it among my friends, among my family, among 
like tons of people. Um, I think I think stigma is such a strong thing to get rid of that people hold on to it. Yeah. And people want to hold on to it because they don't want to take that risk. Right. Right. And it's really about that risk and, and managing that risk. But we have more information now about how to manage that risk. So from the perspective of a person who is HIV positive, how do they help to manage risk? And then from people that are negative, how can negative people help to manage their own risk? Exactly. I always say that people should definitely take responsibility for their own health. That's mm -hmm. one. Um, so whether you're negative or positive, just always remember, if you're negative, use condoms, make sure that you are doing everything possible to keep yourself safe. And then for the person who's HIV positive, make sure you're, you're, you're doing everything possible to protect someone else, mm -hmm. as well as be undetectable in case, you know, because everybody makes mistakes, they go mm -hmm. out drinking, they forget, they get high, whatever it is. Um, have fun, live yeah, life. Yeah, they have yeah. fun, live life. And you know, it happens, they don't use a condom. So, but the best thing to do is to make sure you're in care. Absolutely. Now, talk to me about what being in care means. So tell me, you're a person that's diagnosed with HIV. What does it mean to become undetectable? How does that process happen? Exactly. So basically, so if, you come, if, you, if you're a newly diagnosed HIV positive person, uh, you, you get linked to care. You talk to your doctor about the fact that, hey, look, mm -hmm. this is a new thing in my life. I'm HIV positive, what does that mean? Now your doctor's gonna put you on a regimen that's best for you. It may, not be, it may not be the best the first time. He may have to put you on two or three, four medications to make sure that it's best for you, to make sure that you're healthy, to make sure that you respond well to it. He's gonna talk to you about the mental health, he's gonna talk to you about the physical health, and basically um, make sure that you are undetectable because that's, that's the level that we've gotten to nowadays, yeah. is that we want everybody to be undetectable. If not, that medication doesn't necessarily work for you. Right. And so there are a lot of different options out there for medication. Like you said, it depends on your body and what your body responds to and, and what's best for you. But the key is to get to a medical professional, yes. to talk to a medical professional. Now, what kind of services does AHF provide for people, um, whether they're HIV positive or not, whether you maybe they're just trying to find out their status, you know, what is what can people come to, HIV, to AHF for? Well, the great thing is that AHF, because of our medical model, um, we actually provide linkage to care for free for the first two visits. So basically, for what I do, I'm so grateful that people can call me and they say, hey, look, I just tested positive. Or I get a call from, like I say, a, co a social worker or a case manager. And they say, hey, look, I have a client that I want to refer to you. I say, okay, don't worry. Whether they're an immigrant or a United States citizen, I can put them into our clinics for free for the first two visits. And then basically, we could put them in within 72 hours, which is unheard of. Because nowadays, we know that every doctor's office is so super saturated in terms of the number of clients they see on a daily basis. Absolutely. Um, and then we guarantee that the doctor will spend 40 minutes with them and talk to them about their newly diagnosed HIV status. Mm -hmm. And how important is it to have that time with the doctor to talk about your diagnosis, to get to know, you know how you can maintain your health um, with your new status? It's super important because if you don't have a, a good relationship with your doctor, you're never going to really get to a point where you could be totally honest about everything else in your life. Um, so, for example, me, I, I feel so comfortable with my doctor because I'm just like, hey, I could talk to him about my sexual experiences, my, my, my experiences on the weekends when I go out drinking, uh, my partner who I'm currently with as far as him being negative and things like that. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's great. It's great. I, the last, before we go, I'm curious to know, you know, we always have, you know, in our community, it's hard to come to doctors and feel comfortable talking about these issues, especially related to sexuality, gender identity, 
you know, sexual behaviors. You know, I, you know, some people feel like when they go to the doctor, they don't want to tell them about all the people that they've been with and, you know, all the, the behaviors that they've kind of undertaken personally. What would you recommend to people to get over that kind of fear of being open and honest with the doctor? Honestly, the first thing I would say is if you can't be honest with your doctor, switch doctors. That's the best recommendation that I could ever make because I've had good doctors and bad doctors, and the best doctors that I've had have been the doctors that if, let's say, I had a high-risk weekend, if you know what that means, mm -hmm. I was out drinking, I was crazy, I hooked up, did whatever I did, I was able to go that Tuesday because I maybe felt an itch or something. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> right? And I told my doctor, I was like, look, I think something's going on. Can you check me? And he checked me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and if everything comes back negative, then great. If everything, if something comes back positive, then okay. He treats me. But it's about honesty. And a good doctor is an honest doctor who will tell you what to do. Absolutely. Now, Jamil, where can people find out more information about the services here at AHF, whether they need to get into treatment or they're just looking to find out their status or get tested, where can they find out that exactly. information? So, um, so yeah, definitely you can go to HIVcare.org, um, AHF.org, but HIVcare.org can put you into a healthcare center. Um, and then if you need to be linked to care, if you're an HIV-positive individual, you can search uh, Jamil Luna. You can call one of our healthcare centers. Um, I shouldn't give my number out here, right? Well, no. you give your office number. <laughs> you give your office number. You All know. right. No, no, it's okay. HIVcare.org is the best way to go, and then we'll get the number on the back end. I mean, you might want his number, though, because, you know, he is kind of fan. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you will want your number, but you will only, you need the number for business reasons. So he's available to talk to you as well as the other people here at AHF to help us stay healthy. Thank you so much for talking Thank to you. us. We will be back in just a few moments. We're going to play a little bit more music, then we're going to come back with our advice, Diva. And we're going to talk with another one of our AHF specialists here about the great work that they do. So you're listening to Queer State of Mind, our special edition from AHF Pharmacy here on Atlantic in Brooklyn. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll be back in just a few moments.
Welcome back to Queer State of Line. We're our special edition here at AHF Pharmacy down in Brooklyn. And we are just having such a good time, having a big old party. I want to let you know of some of the awesome events that are coming up over this weekend. You know, next or tomorrow, we are going to be live at Brooklyn Pride Festival down in Park Slope. We'll be there starting at noon, broadcasting live on Radio Free Brooklyn 1. So make sure to check us out there. As you know, we'll be bringing the party. We're going to have all of our guest co-hosts back and plus be joined by Kari Kerning. And you know you love her. She's a mess. She'll be joining us live, too. So we'll be doing our big old party from Brooklyn Pride Festival tomorrow starting at 12. So come down and join us. Listen in if you can't join it and then come down and join us at the festival. We're going to be hanging out all day. And then on Sunday, June 11th, join us Brooklyn Pride at the Equality Rally for Unity and Pride commemorating the Orlando tragedy that happened one year ago. We're going to have speakers including public advocate Letitia James, Comptroller Scott Stringer, and more at the first anniversary of Pulse at 7.30. That's going to be by the at the Old Stone House in Washington Park, and Brooklyn Pride is going to be there as well. So come out and join us all there. And then one more event we want to let you know about Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the musical at Old Stone House in Washington Park. It's at 4th Avenue between 3rd and 4th Streets, and it's playing Thursdays through Saturdays at 8 p.m., July 6th, 7th, 8th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. So you can check that out, find out more information online about that. And we've got one more thing, Sadie, we're going to let you know about with our wonderful Robin Camille. She is joining us. The Advice Diva is going to give some impromptu advice live on the air. Robin, who you got over there with us? Tyree, what's your name, baby? Because I've been drinking wine. Yari. Yari, honey. I said Tyree. That's all right. I put a T in front of it. That's all right. That's what a couple of cups of wine will do for you. It will, yeah. But listen, darling, um, I am here in my capacity as the official advice diva for Queer State of Mind um, because I believe that life is too short to be unhappy. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right. So listen, what advice question do you have tonight to ask me? And let me see if I can help you work through the drama. Most definitely. So my beautiful girlfriend just got a new job in the past year, and it takes up a lot of her time, like a lot of her time. So maybe like just a couple of months, not maybe a month ago, feeling a little distant kind of thing. What's a good way to approach without being an asshole um, to say like, baby, we need to spend some time together. Like how can, how can I do that without, you know, being like clingy or making her feel bad for being a hard worker? Well, listen, what you can do is just be honest. You know, just tell her, you know, I, I love spending time with you and I know you're busy, but let's let's see if we can carve out some more time for us. So sometimes it's just as simple as that, you know, and people will get it. Um, you know, you haven't been overbearing and letting her do her thing, and that's fine. But now you can say, you know what, babe, let's listen, let's, let's spend some time together. That's okay. How long have you been together? Um, we're going on our second year. Yes. Oh, fabulous. Are you, you ladies coming to Pride? You coming to Pride? Of course we are. You know we are. Okay. Okay. But no, sometimes, you know, don't bite your tongue. Of course you don't want to say things to offend or cause any friction. But, you know, honesty is always the best policy. Okay. Um, in terms of how you're feeling. Because if you're feeling that you need to spend more time together and, and she's not there for you, you don't want to get to the point where you allow this to linger and you become resentful. Okay, so speak on it now before it becomes a wall between you. And you don't want that, honey, because walls, honey, Lord have Break mercy. Down. <laughs> Tear down this wall 
well as Reagan said, okay, to go up a chalk, to tear down the damn wall, because we don't have time for walls. At all. No time, no time at all. That's right, honey. Life is too short to be miserable, okay? So, you know, you got a good thing going on. So go ahead and speak your mind and just address the issue so it doesn't linger and it doesn't fester like a raisin in the sun. Okay, well, honey. She I'm did that, I'm yes. Yes, honey, I'm going all over the place tonight. Yes. That wine is kicking in. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, yes, honey, yes. So, yes, honey, you go ahead and speak on it because you want to, you have something good. You don't want it to, to, to um, like I said, turn into something, a situation where you are being resentful um, because you don't have that time together. Go ahead and speak on it because that's an issue. People don't communicate. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, communication is definitely key, yeah. Yes, communication is key, honey. So speak your mind if you're not happy with something, um, if something is, is not sitting right with you, um, and encourage her to do the same thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Most definitely. Okay, okay. So we're going to listen here. Uh, we're going to go get ourselves some more wine, darling. And before we do that, I would like to make an announcement, yes. darling. Uh, let the people know. Let the people know. Two Queers and a Bitch will have their Pride show at the Duplex um, Saturday, June 25th, darling. Yes, June. 25th honey you know what darling for coming on the air and uh sharing your uh issue your drama even though it wasn't deep drama with me <laughs> i'm gonna give you and your girlfriend two free tickets to two queers and a bitch yes pride yes. show at the duplex yes we give it yes. shit away yes yes because that's what we do here at yes. queer state of mind and tomorrow during brooklyn pride i will be giving away some more tickets Yes, the show is at the Duplex, June 25th, honey. So come on down. It's going to be a gas, honey. All kind of good stuff. We're going to be giving tons of stuff away from our sponsors, Uberlude, Naked Sword, Andrew Christian, honey. We be just giving Ooh, she got Andrew going to get some draws. Honey, y'all going to get some draws? $40 draws yes, given to you. you know Andrew Christian. Them draws be taxed, That's honey. right, honey. That ain't Kmart shopping. Yes. Okay, yes, honey. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. So we're going to be giving away some free tickets tomorrow. So stop by. Stop by. Well, we'll be right back with a little bit. Just coming back with some music, and we'll be back on Queer State of Mind. Yeah. Why you make me work so hard That you give me no that 
Welcome back to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. We are keeping this show moving. We have a great interview coming up with Eddie. You are also with AHF, and you're going to tell us a little bit how AHF is helping to raise the visibility of services here in Brooklyn and give us some more insight on what you guys do. So thanks so much for joining us. So tell me a little bit about first what you do with AHF, Eddie. All right, so I uh, actually run the um, testing program um, so for public health division. So I run the uh, HIV testing program in Brooklyn uh, out of the closet thrift store. Uh, for out of the closet thrift store, we have HIV testing, and then I run a STD clinic. Awesome. Uh, Tuesdays and Wednesday nights, we test for gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis. So we. You know, we always talk about how important testing is, and, you know, it's one of those messages that gets constantly put out. But why do you think people are still hesitant about going and getting a test? Well, I think, uh, you know what it is? I think it's about uh, stigma in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel that, honestly, um, in Brooklyn, I think for the black community, um, they feel like it doesn't really affect them. Yeah. And it it does, you know, and... uh, but I think the, the the great thing about out of the closet thrift store is that, you know, it's a thrift store. Mm-hmm. So we have a sign outside that says one minute results. So you walk in, so you can go shopping, mm-hmm. and you can get an HIV test, and they won't know what you're really doing. Yeah. So you can come out and get an HIV test and leave with the shopping bag. So I think that's uh, the no, best thing about it. It allows people to be kind of nondescript about, totally. you know, what they're doing. And it's really important. You know, one of the things that we always talk about on the show, it's important to know your status, important to, you know, get care about, you know, to take care of yourself in whatever way that looks right for you. What are some of the services that AHF provides to help people not only to get tested, but just to be aware of their health and to learn more about their sexual health? Well, you know, I, I mean, we have events like this, um, and we have a, we, I've got a mobile unit, and um, we have a linkage to care. Um, I think I'm sure you talked to Jamil about this, but um, you know, I think that um, getting tested is is super important. I think that I've learned at the, at the wellness center. Uh, at the STD clinic, you know, a lot of folks get tested for STDs, um, and they they think that's. I mean, they they're more comfortable getting tested for those, but they think that HIV is a death sentence, mm-hmm. and it's not anymore. Talk to me about what the process is like getting tested when somebody comes into HF. What is that testing procedure like? So um, it's easy. So you walk in. Um, for for a wellness clinic, so you walk in, you register online, which is amazing because you get your results online. So we have a one minute HIV test. So it's a it's a finger stick. Um, it's you get your results in about thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got really great uh, HIV testing counselors, and. Um, there's, you know, it's really comfortable here. We're not a, we're not a hospital. Yeah. We're not a clinic setting. We're a very small group of people. And um, no, you almost looking at it. If you've never been down here to the facility here in Brooklyn, it looks like. I mean, it looks like a store. Like you really look at it, kind of looks like a store. And then obviously there's things in the back and so. But it really looks like a very open, welcoming place. It doesn't look like a, a facility. No, you, I mean it makes. 
people feel really, really comfortable coming in here. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a really uh, diverse staff of people. Mm -hmm. um, and for my SCD clinic, it's amazing because we're the only uh, job, I mean, place in town that's open uh, after, after hours. So from 5 to 7.30, you can come in, you can get your STD checks, and then the best thing about it is that it's, it's, a, it's a profile, it's called Health Vana. Mm -hmm. So Health Vana, you can, you can sign in, and then a week later, you get, re you get results online. Um, and we're the only people that are really doing that. Yeah. Um, so other places, you have to kind of call and get your results, but you get it online, there's an app for it. Um, and it's the only thing that's free in town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> people, there are not many things that are people free. like things for free. For sure. And, uh, you know, AHF we do things for free. So um, where can people, if they would like to get tested or like to get seen, where can people come um, in Brooklyn? In Brooklyn, sir, we're on 475 Atlantic Avenue mm -hmm. between Nevins and Third. And if you want for um, STD screens, it's freestdcheck.org. Oh, I didn't know that. FreeSCDCheck.org. That's super easy. Super easy. FreeSCDCheck.org. And for HIV tests, it's FreeHIVTest.net. All right. We got FreeSCDCheck.org and FreeHIVTest.net. Get you all the information that you need to keep yourself healthy. Come on in, people. The water is warm, and we are free. And we're... Yes. And these men at AHF is kind of fine. So, well, you know, uh, if you need a little extra impetus <laughs> to get on up in here, you know, you, you can look at these fine gentlemen that is helping you yeah, stay we, healthy. I mean, we do a really great service to, to folks. You know, knowing your status is really important. It does affect the whole community. Um, yeah, and, and I, wanna t I also want to talk about a little, uh, I want to talk about prep a little bit. Yes, because um, we haven't really mentioned prep. You know, we, we do offer prep here. At AHF, um, prep is amazing, you know. But you also have to have to use condoms with prep. It's a part uh, of a package. It's, right? it's a part of the package, you know. Um, STDs are on the rise, <laughs> and we just want to make sure that we are protecting ourselves in the best way that we can, right? As possible, yeah. I mean, I. Um, I recommend you guys please come to Out of the Closet. Um, we got a great staff of people. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Eddie. I appreciate it. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add before we let you go? Get back to the party. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's Brooklyn Pride, so come out and support uh, Brooklyn Pride tomorrow on Fifth Avenue. Yes. It's got the only Twilight Parade in the Northeast. I am ready for this parade. I hope that I actually make it this time. You know, it's hard because, you know, we go all day and then people bring whiskey. And then, you know, by like 4 o'clock, bitches passed out at the tent. And so we're going to try. I, you know, I mean, drink water. I mean, I've got lots of water. We're on uh, we're on 5th Avenue and 4th Street. So, and, you know, we are giving you cunty T-shirts uh, in black. They say New York, one love, one community. And we're giving out these amazing uh Portable phone chargers. Okay. Visit our booth. So they got giveaways, and we're going to be right next door to the AHF booth. So you'll see us. You'll see them. You get some giveaways. Miss Robin might give you some advice, keep you, you know, giving you fix your life. It's going to be a good time tomorrow. Harmonica Sunbeam looks amazing Yes, tonight. she does. Yeah. Let me tell you. She, she is, is a material. The party. Girl. Rock the party. <laughs> 
So we have got Miss Harmonica Sunbeam coming up right now, and Sadu is gonna talk to her. Thank you, boys. So hey there, Sadu. What's going on? Not much, honey. I am here with Miss Harmonica Sunbeam. How are you doing, darling? How are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sit down. Oh, bitch, come on, sit down, bitch. I forgot, honey. You are the lady here. Let me move. Right. Bitch, I'll come right over. Go ahead, you sit down. Sit right down like Rosa Girl, Parks, I am honey. sorry, girl. Yeah. I tried all of you, honey. <laughs> bitch, you said, uh, bitch, I will not talk in this mic until I am seated. <laughs> yes, oh. I'm here. Yes. Um, this is a very special moment for me, and I will tell her later. She doesn't know this, honey, because I'm a big fan of her. I know girls always tell her that, you know, and girls be lying. But you know what? I am a big fan of Miss Harmonica something. So, Miss Harmonica, how are you doing this evening, honey? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Girl, you, you know, look fabulous, honey. Up in Brooklyn. You know, I don't get to Brooklyn very often. No, she does not. But when I do, ooh. You know, <laughs> Harmonica has been a legend here, you know, in New York City for a very, very long time. And by long, I only mean 10 years, girl. You know, she's only been doing this for about 10 years, honey, you know. But um, what is so special about Out in the Closet and this cause to you here, coming here? Well, I, I think it's it's great to have a place where people can meet, people from the neighborhood. Yep. People can also donate goods here and also buy goods here, too. So it's, it's kind of like Starbucks without the coffee. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I will say one thing about you. I've noticed whenever I've been out at events for the past, I lived in New York City for 10 years. Uh -huh. And all the time I've been here, whenever I see events like this, you are always there hosting and always there supporting. What is so special about these things to you and as a female impersonator and a gay man living in New York City and in um, our world here? Um, the liquor. The liquor <laughs> always can... <laughs> bitch! Me too, girl. <laughs> But, you know, being a part of the community, I think I think it's great to show up and no. to continue to show up and let other people see that we're here and you, you don't just see me on stage at a nightclub, yes. you know what I'm saying? You see me at community events as well because that's what, you know, that that's how you, that's how you reach the real people in a sense, you yes. know what I'm saying? Because you can only do so much in a bar and a nightclub, you yes. know, but coming out to these events, you get a chance to talk one-on-one -on -one with people and pride always brings out people that we never even knew about yeah. you know i must say i am friends with harmonica on facebook and she also has very good causes honey she has a cause a good dick on her facebook bitch <laughs> i'd be out there liking everything honey she'd be finding these men and this boy gyrating <laughs> and she tried doing that question look at this what do you think about this i'm like mm, here she go honey so what is that cause that's so what about that cause is so necessary to you and you know bring that to the forefront mm. um <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't put it. How many people are listening? Chop, chop, seven. <laughs> Bitch, I'm joking. Now. We got more than that eight. Oh, okay. Ooh, the numbers are going. Okay. <laughs> it's like my live. Girl, isn't that it? <laughs> so there's one thing I want to know because I saw an article you you've been reading to the children. Yes, I have. So, and it's getting all kinds of press. I'm, tell me about that initiative where y'all are going out and reading to the kids. Well, it started in San Francisco, and now it's in New York, and it's starting to expand to some other cities. And so, basically, um, it's called Drag Queen Story Hour. Yes. And so, uh, we go into libraries. I did one yesterday in Williamsburg, but it was at a festival. And I have one tomorrow in Jersey City at a bookstore. I know. Um, it's 
going to be a whole different experience for me in a bookstore during the day. But um, <laughs> <laughs> your day paint's good, though, girl. It's good, honey. Yeah. But yes, it's it's a great way for uh, to to I guess the whole purpose of it, the mission behind it is to. Um, Get kids to realize also that not everyone is the same, that we're all, you know, all somewhat different. And also there's a connection piece with kids who may be struggling with their own identity to see other people and to see, you know, to see adults, you know, um, who may be feeling the same way that they're feeling. You know, so I, I, it's great. I mean, yesterday I had about 15 kids. Like, wow. Yeah, like four of them were like under three. So, wow. so, so you never know what kind of crowd you're going to get because, you know, it's usually during the day and it just depends. Um, so we try to bring different books for different, you know, reading levels and stuff. But we sing songs. We do a craft project with them. So yesterday we made little clowns. And so it's great. The parents come out. The caregivers come out. So it's, it's a very, it's a very different way of making America great again. <laughs> I, I'm going to say this much. I'm going to say this before anything else. Mm -hmm. This is to you. So I moved here about 10 years ago from uh, the Midwest, Ohio. I was in Ohio. Okay. Drag is huge and saw all these queens. So I moved to New York City and no queen had given me life. There's no shade intended. So my friends said, let's go to Escolitas, you know, back in there one night and just see some show. They have strippers there. So I said, fine, girl, I go see some, girl, I always go see some dick and a free cocktail. You know, you can get me anywhere. <laughs> so I got there, and she came out. She was with uh, Sugar Pie Coco. I will <laughs> never forget this. And she was so, you were so fabulous. Thank you. Honey, you did the walk and letting the coins. I was like, here's the thing about I like it. You are so brilliant. No one else could do that number. Girls, like, oh my gosh, she's so fabulous. I no, honey, she is playing or she's getting her coin. This is the way. I was, it's your intellect and everything. You are so wonderful. You are so funny. Thank you. You are a was, true drag queen in the I sense of. Rehearsal. You, in the sense of, do not take this the wrong way, in the sense of clownery. It's like, it's not that serious. She is beautiful, but she is a, she knows she is a man in a dress giving you a fantasy and letting the kids have it. And there's something so wonderful about it. And I went to Esqualitas every Sunday night mm. for two years just to let you to see you. <laughs> Bitch, I would have to work at 6 in the morning and I went to see you because you have that effect on people. So... Please know that. And when you moved to Splash for a hot second, bitch, yes, I went and saw you there, girl. Yep. Do not play with me. That so. was some fan. I don't think I've ever seen Stay Do So Fangirl like that. No, I, here's the thing. Because people who touch me in a special way, oh. it's different. Because she touched me in a special way. Not in that way, girl. There's not only not, five of us on the list, you know. <laughs> not, not in that way my uncle touched me, but we're going to talk about that sometime oh. all the time. You know, I'm still walking through that with that white woman in the chair. So. <laughs> But we're not going to say it. But it was something, because she was doing what I consider drag, was making people escape. It didn't matter. How, I don't know how you felt. Every Sunday you went there, you might have felt bad, you might have felt good. But when you stepped out, for me, I just want to make sure you knew that, you know, well, coming you. from me. You know? And, you know, and, and the, show, the show is about us. Yes. The show can't be about me. It has to be about yes. us. Because the more I engage the audience the more people are into it. I've always you know? felt that way when she's on there. So what do you have coming up that the kids can know to come see you? And I'm telling you, you should go see this queen. This queen is legendary, honey. She's been doing this shit for 55 years. She is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I have quite a few things 
coming up, especially for this whole month. Yes. I don't. I, I work one Thursday a month at Feathers in uh, River Edge, New Jersey. Fabulous. I've I, been there, honey. Okay. And I, and I do a Sunday brunch in Jersey City. It's a late brunch, like after brunch. It's more like it's dinner, Jersey, girl. I get it. Yes, yeah, five to nine <laughs> in Jersey City. And um, and then I have like scatterings of bookings here and there and stuff. Like tonight when I leave here, I'm going to Newark. I have a booking in Newark. Girl. Then, yes, I have a booking in Newark. Yeah, that's why I have my big pocketbook with me. Girl, um, you taking the NJ Transit? <laughs> no, my, uh, <laughs> my stun gun. So, um, <laughs> I, you know, clearly you know each other. Hold on one second. Let's get you here with your mother. I, I am just uh, standing here admiring the juries. <laughs> I love the rings, darling. Thank you, yes, thank harmonica. You. Harmon <laughs> Let me ask you this. That's how I get you to the sunken place. I know <laughs> that's right. I know that's right, honey. I know that's right. I know that's right. Let me ask you this. Because um, in the era of RuPaul's drag race, the, the drag scene has changed. Mm -hmm. um, and I know a lot of people who have been in the industry and had uh, uh, the, uh, you know, professionalism up the wazoo are still struggling to pay the rent. Mm -hmm. They have all the talent in the world, but people are not hiring them because they're not affiliated or on that gravy train. And I can't call it a gravy train because a lot of the girls are on food stamps, as quiet as it's kept. Um, yes, because that's well, it is what it is. Um, but how do you think the game is changing? How do you survive the struggle well, and keep working? The game has changed a lot, you know, a lot of calls that maybe that I used to get or other people used to get, now they kind of go directly to the drag race girls. And so if the work isn't coming to me, then I create the work. Well, you know come saying? on now. Because that's what you have to do. You can't always sit around waiting for something to happen. Right. And, and I get it, you know, those girls have TV exposure, so they're able to bring in bigger crowds, you know. Um, and so bar managers and club uh, people are willing to pay them the money, you know, even if it's not always what they wanted to get out of the deal. So my thing about that is I love Dragons and all that. I love some of the queens on there. And when I see people get, certain people get on there, I think about people like you and the people who have worked really hard. I don't want them to get on there because I want them to be famous. I want them to get on there because I want them to people to see them and have that exposure right. and because that's the, to that's me, the best thing about yeah. it that, it's the exposure yes. and it's also working in the field that right. you want to be in because I know? see some of those girls they're like oh that's girlfriend I said honey you have not seen harmonica something just walk around to I'm a supermodel for motherfucking 10 minutes that shit is legendary and it's everything that to me is an essence that the world needs to see and you know it's, you it's know. a reality show it's a reality yeah. show so it's, it's like one of those things like I believe that there's more than one way to skin a cat. Honey, so but you're still here, you know honey. You are you still relevant, and you are still here, honey. But she's been doing it for 75 years, and it keeps going up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Harmonica, thank you very, very, very much once again, honey. She has a show tonight in Newark, New Jersey, so don't go there. You might get killed, but you Stop. know the business. Girl, am I lying? Am I lying, no, bitch? This is, the, this is the good part. Uh, bitch, where, 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 where is the good part of Newark, bitch? Um, it's one street. I'll give you the address. <laughs> <laughs> she is fabulous. We like to thank Miss Harmonica Sunbeam. I'm telling you, when, where you see her name, anywhere in New York City, please go see her. You will not be disappointed. She always puts on the show. She is always professional. She always looks good. She's beautiful. She, honey, she got day drag. She look good in day drag. She's a, but she's a real woman, right, though. Right, you know. Right, right. Yes, you know. W M Y N, honey. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Miss Harmonica, for joining thank us. Thank you.
back to Queer State of Mind. We've got just a few more minutes left in our Pride extravaganza here at AHF Brooklyn. It has been a wonderful event here. Yes, I've had yes, it has. So much we have. fun. Can I just tell you? I, I hate you've never seen me fan out, but you know I'll fan out for a queen. She did. Yes, you were total fangirl. Oh, but Harmonica fan. is a legendary She's a queen. Legend. She's a legend. Yes. And I felt like people who have worked that hard mm-hmm. deserve to understand that they have fulfilled something to someone who is out here. Yeah. And she is about eighty-five. And, you know, she has to know that she has done what she had to do and I mean it's been great and we have of course the advice diva here Miss yes. Robert Camille have you had a good time tonight honey it has been a blast a lot of positive energy yes. good folks and I am so glad that I was able to make it out and so glad uh, to be a part of the Queer State of Mind team as the official advice diva can I get an amen yes amen, amen. Um, we gonna be bringing you back yes, we yes, gonna make is, advice honey. diva a regular thing because yes, yes, it yes, has yes, been yes, so yes, much yes, and the kids yes. need guidance yes they, they do guidance. yes they do and so Jesus we and, and Jesus so we don't want to leave without letting you know some very important information yes. as you know this whole broadcast has been brought to you by AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Yes, we are very yes, happy yes, to yes, partner yes. with them we to help bring out so messages happy. during Brooklyn Pride yes. and to get on the air. It has been such a pleasure being here. And our representative, Jimmy Ramsey, has been so instrumental wonderful. in He's connecting wonderful. us. So we want to make sure that we connect you with him. If you have any questions about the AHF services, yes. about what access you can get, what you can provide if you need testing information, if you need care information, anything and everything. Jimmy wants you to know that you can contact him and he's given his number directly so you can reach him at 619-717-1174. Again, that is 619-717-1174. So that's your direct connection to somebody here at AHF that will get you connected with what you need. And it has been amazing being here. We are so thankful that we had this opportunity to bring Queer State of Mind to a new audience right here on Radio Free Brooklyn 2. This is the first time we broadcast on Radio Free Brooklyn 2, so we're we're starting all kinds of new things here. It's amazing. We are doing it and doing it and doing it. Wow. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So we've got a little bit more time left, but I just want to thank everybody here at AHF. I want to thank Michael Camacho and Jimmy Ramsey and Jamil Luna and Eddie here at AHF, Eddie Dillard for giving us their time and their space. It has been so amazing. And I also want to thank Radio Free Brooklyn, Tom and Rob, helping us support this broadcast and giving us their equipment and helping us be on the air. And I'm really thankful that we were able to do this second Brooklyn Pride. And make sure to join us tomorrow for our official Queer State of Mind live from the Brooklyn Pride Festival. We will be there for the two hours at the beginning of the festival and then we'll also be there for the entire day so join us and check us out hang yes. out take some selfies you know Please we might do. put you on the air and that's true I don't know i'll what be else there we honey to say. it's about uh, it oh listen duran he has been yes and thank so you our wonderful. social media maven miss duran so hardcore yes. so hardcore 
so hard for It has been fabulous. I've so, been so impressed by him. He's thank a, you so much, everyone, job. for joining us on this first special broadcast from Queer State of Mind. But yes. there will be many, many yes, more. Yes, and yes, you can find us online at RadioQueerMinded.com. You can yep. download our shows. We'll be having this show up in a couple of days. If you yes. missed a piece of it, you can find that at the website, www.RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash BK Pride. Bye, yes. everyone. Thank Bye. you so much Goodbye. for joining us.